Welcome, dear listeners. This is the Dr. Metal Podcast, another surface where I try to spread my thoughts on metal culture, subculture, and its connections to art, religion, history, and mythology. My name is Janos Fejes, historian of religions and aesthetician from Hungary, with a PhD in literary and cultural studies. I am currently speaking to you from New York City, from the headquarters of drmetal.home.blog. Please look for the same name, Dr. Metal, on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as well for additional content. Please remember not to write it with a C, but with a K. Let us start today's episode. In current comparison episode, we arrive to the most grief-filled figure of Irish mythology, the goddess called the Morrigan. The Morrigan is one of the unique Irish goddesses who were worshipped as a single entity or a triple, forging together three different aspects into one. Mainly the Morrigan can be attributed as a war goddess, who is absent from the fight itself, but comes to harvest the souls of the dead, therefore visualized as a crow or raven. She is also connected with prophecy, as one who knows the dead, she knows the time of one's own death. Initially arriving with the Tuatha de Danann, she was a singer for his tribe and the battle against the Fomorians. Three other goddess figures are called together as the three Morrigans. Bad, a crow goddess, Neman, the spreader of panic, and Maha, who is the horse of battle in haste. The three aspects all indicate not the heroic and triumphant war worshipped by the Vikings, as is seen in connection with Thor, Odin and the Valhalla, but the black and grieving fight that brings death to the land. The so-called Phantom Queen is not the allegory or metaphor of the other world or the afterlife, but death herself, who is about to come for everybody, even for heroes like Cuchulain, who in a version of his myth is pursued to death by the Morrigan. The songs enumerated below are not the result of a representative research, but of the most important examples that cover the myths and figure of the goddess. German Suidakra's vision on the Morrigan is found on their album of 1999, entitled The Slays from Afar. Here we encounter the closest experience of death itself. Supposedly a warrior is facing death, not in the meaning of the deadly strike of the enemy, but is dying closing around him in the picture of the Morrigan. The goddess is depicted in the lyrics the way we have met her above symbolized by a crow. The red clouds around her, her triple three-phase and fierce nature, her connection to darkness are all enumerated. The warrior faces his fate with a hail movement greeting the guy to the afterlife, showing no sign of anxiety. Besides the crow-like dark and wild nature of the goddess, we also can hear her scream that makes her presence real for the listener, as it shakes the earth that the possibility of the Morrigan is only a vision, is scattered. Her hunger for the dead is well represented with the picture of crows picking the eyes of thousands of deceased. The last line of the entire song, May the eyes of thousands please thy raging greed, but not mine, turns the whole concept into an upside down, as the dying warrior who stands in front of death, accepting the fact of his fall, tries to fight it for one last moment. Here we can witness the basic instinct to avoid death, a very primordial feeling that works even in the last moments of life. The Morrigan in this song is presented more like a metaphor of death and not a goddess, 
only with lighter pictures to illustrate the process as she devours the souls of the dead. Weylander's song, Morgan's Domain, promises to depict not only the goddess but the territory where she is queen. The first verse is a natural picture painted with images of death. The whole scene is attributed with the features of a nightmare, showing a field of dead bodies supposedly after a battle as the deceased are named the slain that suggests violence. The nightmarish vision is filled with gruesome images, not just of dead bodies but of blood, the amount of the dead and the natural cycle of life, the coming crows to feast on the corpses. The dead are not considered to be human beings or to have any connection to the living on the surface as those are called lifeless forms and carrion, not showing any human attribute to them. The last line of the verse reflects on their relationship to the living as an absence for the left behind sons and fathers. In the next section we see the Morrigan once again, coming with a deathly scream just as we have seen her in the Song of Sweet Dakar above. She is represented as a crow once again, imitating the movement of the death birds before approaching their feast. This set table is served with not only the dead bodies but with their souls together. The Morrigan is shown to be the one who is celebrating the loss of others as it is her dining table. A row of attributes are shown with triumph and rejoice. The last verse brings together the two previous images of death and the closing crows with a quite natural description focusing on the disgusting and filthy details of death's aftermath, also showing the accompanying host of crows picking the eyes of the dead. The obscene and grotesque reality of death is also referred with a comforting closure stating that the Morrigan welcomes the dead as it is the part of the natural cycle of life. Thus the picture above of death, disgust and degradation may seem the divine curse of the Morrigan, but at last it is the fate of everyone living, placing the goddess to her well-deserved position in the cycle of life and death, tempting to accept the fact that all of us is pacing towards the depicted end in body, but to another stance in the soul. Ireland's Mighty Primordial's music is presented here with the 2002 song called Sons of the Morrigan. As we may see in connection of other examples, the relation of the band towards mythology is more symbolic than simple retelling. Thus now we have a three-verse song from which we only cite the first two ones, as the last one is a citation itself. Within the lyrics we have a lament of a dying person, with only one clear reference to the Celtic religion, with the mentioning of an Ogham inscription. The song is written from the perspective of a dying, supposedly warrior, far from his homeland awaiting his ultimate end, enumerating the circumstances of death and some of his sorrows. His lamentation is not just only on the loss of life, but the chance of being forgotten, not just as a whole, but on the deep layers as well, for example the forsaking of his humanity and pride. This inhumanly human worry over the end of the life with the inner viewpoint creates a quite pictorial impression of a dying man's mind. Compared to the title of the song, we see the same approach towards inevitable death as in the previous instances. Death is real and we are all born to meet it, or meet her as all the living is later become the son of the Morrigan, reminding the listener that there is no escape. Thus Morrigan is a symbol of death that is realized and explained in the lyrics of Primordial. The inner viewpoint is maintained by Krakan in their song, The Morrigan's Call. The title says almost all of it. The Morrigan's Call is the moment of death, 
The speaker shows us the process of transition from being a unique individual into being part of the mass of the dead. This is the liminal moment when one has to say farewell to the world, the living and great afterlife where everything is transformed. We see the falling warrior in anxiety and worry over his family, whom he will not only miss but are concerned what will come onto them. The responsibilities of a man are collected here to care for his wife and children, but not shown as a duty or obligation, but a feeling coming from a loving heart. The growth of the children, a spring of life, is opposed with the passing of the speaker who should witness the life of his offspring, but the warrior is constantly answering the Morrigan's call and is playing with death. Darkest Era is a Celtic metal band from Northern Ireland. Their heavy metal music woven with Celtic folk tunes lacking traditional instrument only uses metal to reignite the Celtic atmosphere. The debut LP of the band, The Last Carriers of Light, contains the song The Morrigan. This instance of reception considering The Morrigan is quite different from the above listed songs. The main topic of the song is of course death and its approaching towards a warrior, but in a new light. We see here a warrior who is brave and determined to win the fight he is about to participate in. The first verse and the first line of the second verse gives us the well-known description of the goddess lurking around to catch the ones about to die. She is named as the one inciting the concept of war amongst the people of the earth that she has her feasts. Thus not the manifested enemy is the enemy of the hero but death and war itself, what he attempts to beat and cast the Morgan away. In this regard, the goddess is in a close parallel to the Christian concept of Satan, who is also attributed to be the one responsible for war and all the hostilities amongst men. The only difference is that from death nobody can escape, thus his fight is in vain but noble. The last lines are about the occurrence of the mentioned event of falling, fulfilling the purpose and task of the Morrigan. The songs above are all grasping the main concepts connected to the goddess, death and its inevitability. Most of the songs take their clear inner viewpoint of one facing death to bring it close to the listener, realizing the attributes of the goddess and not using them as metaphors or allegories. Although the attributes of the goddess are attempting to only paraphrase death, this liminal border is broken down in each song, showing the naturalistic and even disgusting details of dying and the death to underline the vast actuality that everyone must die in the end. Thank you for joining me in today's analysis and mental travel into the world of metal and its culture. Thank you for your attention and interest. If you wish to get instant notification about new episodes, please follow the podcast on Spotify or Anchor. Please remember to look for the different social media services of Dr. Metal. Each and every one of those could be found in the Linktree link at the description of the podcast. There you can find contact info, etc. All feedback is appreciated. Thank you very much. Next time I will wait you back.